Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Basil Banter, a podcast that covers different topics, including travel, various gear, and of course, watches. I'm Leslie. I'm Ernesto. And uh, today, our episode, it's the first episode of 2021, so we made it. 2020 is behind Yay. us. <laughs> yes. And we're very excited for this uh, for this new year. We have um, plenty of new ideas and uh, quite a few goals, too. So we're going to focus this episode on uh, on our goals for 2020. Yep, that sounds like a plan. Uh, Happy New Year, Leslie. Happy New Year to all of our listeners Happy out there. Happy New Year. And uh, before we get started on this episode, what are you wearing on your wrist today? Well, today I'm wearing my Rolex Pepsi. So it is the 126710BLRO, exactly if you want to know the reference. Um, so yeah, beautiful watch. Uh, love to wear it. It's not my safe queen, so I'm not wearing it. I'm wearing it, but it, I'm still very, very careful. So, uh, yeah. That is an awesome timepiece. Congratulations again on adding Thanks. that piece to your collection. That is gorgeous. Thank you. What about you? Well, contrary to popular belief, and I know that our listeners feel like we take notes on each other, but I, too, <laughs> no. am also wearing a Rolex GMT, too. I'm wearing no, my Batman wearing today. Too. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> it's crazy. Like I can't believe like how we're wearing like basically know, the right? same. What were oh, the odds? We're, I don't know, but we're starting. We're starting, I guess, twenty twenty one with uh, Rolex GMT Master yeah. Twos. Yeah. Two different, two different versions. It, so yeah, yeah, cool. That's that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's so awesome. funny. I love that's it. Funny. Well, anyway, Leslie, why don't you kick things off for us? Um, what are your watch goals then for 2021 now that 2020 is behind us? Oh, so um, that's a, it's a very good question. What are my goals? I would sum, summarize it to one word, add. <laughs> I don't want to reduce <laughs> <Okay>. my, I don't <laughs> want to, re- I have a smaller collection. Uh, I want to keep it, uh, you know, uh, growing and uh, there's three watches that I'm eyeing, but again, I'm I'm very um, I'm not in a hunt. Uh, I'm just kind of like going with the flow, and if the timing is right, then then I'll jump on it. Uh, but there's three that I that I'm hoping to get this year. You know, again, like we said the last time, uh, if it's on my terms. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> so if the timing's right, the price is right, if everything aligns. Um, there's uh, three watches. Uh, the first one would be a Rolex. So I know this was, you know, the high demand. And, and it's always not just like, uh, you know, wanting to have one. It's also, you know, being able to uh, to get one. Um, but I would like to get the Explorer one. I nice. W- yeah, I really love this watch. And so it's one that I could totally see in my collection um, and that I would love wearing for sure. So if... Uh, the occasion, you know, presents itself. Uh, that's that's one. Then uh, I would love to add a Panerai uh, in my collection. I've been eyeing that Pam One Twelve for quite some time, and um, so this model's discontinued. But I'm always looking online to see if there's one uh, in, in the price range that I'm looking at. Right? Uh, it really doesn't need to be pristine. At all, on the contrary, uh, if it has some scratches and some dings on it, um, you know, it would be awesome because I, I like my, I like my Luminor rugged. Um, so um, yes, 
that that one and um or the the Pam 424 which is the California dial but I prefer the uh, anniversary edition um, they made a special edition I'm sorry it it has uh, a date on that one so same thing it's discontinued this one I would rather find it pristine though so it would be kind of like a different price point but um, yeah a Panerai in my collection this year would be pretty amazing Leslie I don't mean to interrupt you but like as a as a Panerai Panerai I think those are two great choices to add to a collection um, I know that you're looking at one or the other Maybe potentially down the road, it's both. But, you know, the Luminor and Radio Mirror both wear very differently. And the way you described how you like to see them are exactly how I like mine, too. And if you actually look at both of mine, because I'm fortunate enough to have a... um, a 177, which is the titanium Luminor that is also discontinued. And I also have a radio mirror. Like, when you look at the radio mirror much more pristine condition and then the the luminor that i have i kind of beat up it doesn't matter you know if it's all scratched up i think it's it's better so yeah and and they wear differently too Mm -hmm. so i'm very curious to see which one you end up adding in your collection first (laughs) i i am too uh i am too because like i said i'm i'm not i'm on the hunt but not really on the hunt i'm just you know there browsing looking at in and you know when when it happens it happens but you're right the uh they look different and um the the luminor I'm, I'm yeah we're on the same page it has to uh, it has to show somewhere because it's you know it's kind of like a badass watch and it has to be worn mm-hmm. it really does and you know you for me at least i wear them differently so the types of clothes i'll wear with a luminor are going to be different with a radio mirror yeah it it's true because the 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 radio mirror might look a little bit more classic maybe maybe a little dressier though in this um in those two models the the luminor is a 44 millimeter and the radio mirror would be a 47 millimeter so i don't know if the 47 millimeter on on my wrist at least would look a little dressier maybe you know maybe with the the case lugs um the the cushion case that's um a little thinner i believe if i remember correctly and the dial which is the california dial so maybe it'll still look a little dressier um than than the 44 yeah and if anything i mean maybe not dressy but maybe smart casual luminor to me is like shorts and a t-shirt mm-hmm. versus like radio mirror which is like more smart casual i've been looking at them for for quite some time so hopefully this year is the year otherwise it's it's okay uh, and the third, that Breitling we talked about last time, the the top time. Um, this nice. one you can still find it new in uh, in an AD. So I would go. I mean, if it's still available, I would rather get it new. But again, I'm I mean, no hurry at all. So even if I know that it's available right now, I'm okay waiting. Uh, I I want to enjoy what I have. I want to learn how to take better pictures. For sure, because sometimes I feel like I'm not giving those watches, uh, I'm not giving them justice. Um, I, I feel like I could be doing so much better with, with my photos. Me too. I think that when you're on Instagram, you you have to, it almost kind of forces you to think about like the quality of your photos. And I know that that's something that I would like to get better at too for 2021. So I share your thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, in terms of like acquisition, I think, um, I mean, those are kind of like the, the goals without being the goals, because there's always a few more that if I get the occasion, uh, I would kind of like, you know, jump on it, like the um, Bulgari Octofinissimo, the Tadao Endo edition. This mm -hmm. one, if uh, I come across one in an AD, well, this would change a, a, lot, a lot of my plans for sure. Uh, same thing right. with the Grand Seiko, the Kira, the one with the Kirazuri dial, the SBGA 387. If I come across it at at a reasonable price, um, because now the price has been crazy for for the last few months, um, if I've come across one pristine at at a you know reasonable price, also it, it might change my plans. So yeah, pretty open. I'm still having like, you know, kind of an idea, but still open. Yeah, you know, that's one thing that I've learned, you know, as a collector and enthusiast of watches, you have to be flexible. You have to be somewhat nimble yeah. in, throughout your acquisitions because you never know if you get that phone call from your AD that says, hey, sure. your Daytona's in. <laughs> and you're like, oh, really? Okay. <laughs> Are you around so we can talk watches? <laughs> right, right. You just never know when you get that phone call. And it, right. it's important to be optimistic in 2021. Yes, definitely. And we never know what's going to be released because we might fall in love with one and we're like, oh my gosh, I generally don't pull the trigger like that fast, but you know, anything can happen. Absolutely. No, I, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm yeah, with you. Yeah. You know, for me, it sounds like you and I are on different ends of the spectrum, I'm actually looking at assessing my watch collection okay. and possibly uh, trying to see if I can find good homes to some of the watches that oh, okay. I don't wear as often in my collection anymore. So yeah, I, I'm looking at doing that. So, um, you know, I'll go ahead and start thinking through those. But, you know, one thing that I also wanted to do was I wanted to visit more watch stores and ADs that I would have normally visited, but 2020 didn't allow me to. So I'm hoping that 2021 circumstances are a little bit different. I get to go ahead and try more watches on my wrist and learn and explore more watches. Yeah. Um, in fact, some of the brands that I'm interested in learning more about and exploring would be like IWC, Jeje mm -hmm. JLC, yeah. um, and then Zenith too. Uh, oh, those are yes. some of the watches that, yeah, there's some of the watches that I'm interested in kind of exploring further in 2021. And, and I guess, of course, Grand Seiko. You can't forget Grand Seiko because they always have such cool launches, you know, throughout the year. They really do. They really do. Yeah, I miss that visiting watch stores and dealers. And I, I miss that a lot. Last year was, um, yeah, different. I mean, they were still... Most of the the year, they were still open and they were still welcoming you, and they were still exciting to see you know people um, crossing, like you know entering the the store. And but it was it was still not the same the same energy, um, and uh, definitely less travels. I, the year prior in twenty nineteen, there was a lot more travels involved on my side and and on yours too, obviously. And mm -hmm. it was a lot more fun, even if it was for work or even if it was you know on vacation. You always stop by um, a, a watch store and see what they have, start a conversation, make new friends. So hopefully this year, yeah. I guess for me too, the other thing I think about is I've been fortunate enough to be 
in the watch community over the past couple of years, and I've been able to develop and meet so many cool people uh, in the industry and also in the watch fam. Mm -hmm. And so what I'd like to do this year is to keep developing those relationships and make new friends and try to connect with more people and try to make sure that I have the time to connect with more people throughout the watch uh, community. So that's, that's another watch goal I have for 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good, uh, that's a good goal. And I know we've talked about this with uh, Bezel Benter being more involved in the watch community, but also with, um, you know, with, with other people and creating new content and, uh, pro- proposing something that's new so um absolutely yeah i know i I hope that uh this year um with our travels i mean we'll be able to travel a little bit more hopefully we'll also get to meet some of the watch community in person i know it's been our goal but uh i i was hoping i mean i was planning on doing that during this holiday season because i was in france so really close to Geneva, an hour and a half uh, driving distance. Wanted to go to Milan, uh, see a good friend there. Uh, Gigi, if you listen to her, to us, uh, hi. And uh, Zurich as well. There's uh, there's um, our good friend Wandering Watches and also Watchmaker's View that are there that I wanted to say hi to. So hopefully this year will be possible. Yep. No, absolutely. Shout out to all those guys. And the other thing too, that I've always, um, I've always put the invitation out there that if you're ever in Florida, cause I'm, I'm, I was usually traveling, but I'm in the Tampa area. If you're ever in Florida and you're traveling out, Hey, reach out to me, DM me, um, because I'm happy to grab a cup of coffee, lunch or what have you just to go ahead and sit back, meet with you. Of course, talk about watches <laughs> and yeah, so definitely reach out. So yeah, 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 for sure. But speaking of travel, Leslie, any any trips that you're thinking about for this year? That's also a good question. There's a few places. I mean, I love the U.S. I think it's such an incredible country, so diverse, and there's so so much to see, so much I haven't seen. So I wanted to focus maybe more my travels, you know, within the country visit more national parks um and and i haven't picked really which ones because again i'm i'm kind of like open to uh, what this year will bring there's there's a lot of things that you know can alter those plans but yes visit stay more in the us and visit more the us places that um we've we haven't seen yet so yeah, I have this book on um, national parks and uh, it's been very helpful over the years in picking places, different places, because I really want to see something completely different. Hopefully more up north because I'm I'm okay with the sun. I love Florida, but I'm kind of like uh, looking forward to just move and, and uh, see, see other yeah places, mountains. I miss the mountains. I miss the, I miss the seasons too. So anything that will bring me that would be pretty awesome. Yeah, I was going to say seasons are important in Florida. You don't see them all. Or you do see them all, but you all see them within like a 30-day period. You do. And you have basically a rainy season and a dry season. And then you have a month where you have everything all together, cold, super hot, right. super, well, not really super cold, but uh, yeah. You do have some cold, but it's just yeah a few days, and it kind of like mess you up a little. At least it does mess me up because I feel like the 
the time is always the same. Years pass by, but it's always the same because it's always the same weather and you don't have kind of like rhythm. So it's kind of strange. You got to take advantage of those vacations up north. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, oh, no, actually, I'm thinking. Sorry, I'm also thinking about that. I have a trip planned in um, in a few weeks in uh, Washington, D.C. And again, oh, if cool. everything happens... Everything goes according to plan, which we know uh, doesn't really mean much lately. I would be in D.C. for the inauguration day, which I'm really excited oh, about. Awesome. Uh, I've been to D.C. quite a few times. So I'm saying I want to visit the U.S. and places I have never been before, but I'm going back to D.C. for probably the sixth time. And um, But I love this city so, so much. Plus, it's a, it's a big day, so I'll be there. I mean, I'm doing everything... I can to be there. If it's not going to be in January, then I'll have those plane tickets anyway for the, uh, to, to use for some time this year. So yeah, this year, this year is planned for sure. And there's so much to do in Washington, D.C. I do love that city as well. So much rich history. Um, of course, it's the U.S. capital, but like there's just so many cool things and even restaurants. If you're a foodie, man, that's a cool place to go. Yeah, we do have some, uh, I mean, some restaurants we always go to. There's always those that, uh, we have this noodle place that's amazing. I'll, I'll post your link. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're in the area, um, try it. It's, it's awesome. It's such a great city because it's perfect for business, but also for families. There's parks everywhere, museums everywhere. They have a cool zoo as well. And you see all those families, all those strollers. During the winter, I mean, yes, it's it's cold, but it's not that cold either. And you can still do a lot of things out, like, you know, many things outdoors. And uh, I love politics. So, you know, that all the big decisions, that's kind of like where they happen. And mm -hmm. it's really exciting. You feel the energy. Um, really love that city. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, what about you? So for me, you know, we were supposed to... I won this president's club trip for work and this trip was to go to Maui, Hawaii, and it was supposed to be scheduled in February, but it got pushed back to June. So as of right now, it was rescheduled. I'm being optimistic. I'm hoping that yeah. 2020 is a good year for travel and we'll still be able to go out to Hawaii and enjoy some time out Knock there. Knock on wood. That would be an amazing yeah. trip. And, and while I love my kids, it would just be me and Mrs. Ernesto Guapo. So oh, no kids. Nice. <laughs> like another yeah. honeymoon. Good. Well, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. man. So um, that and then, you know, we're also we also missed a trip last year, 2020. Um, we were supposed to go to Colorado mm -hmm. and, of course, enjoy the mountains, enjoy um, a different atmosphere, mm -hmm. a different environment and we ended up missing out because of the whole you know pandemic situation and so we are trying to see if we can reschedule this trip uh for like thanksgiving time frame nice and just head out there maybe there'll be some snow at that point but just heading out to the mountains and again taking advantage of a different scenery with a little cooler weather yeah the air is so different in the mountains too and and the food is generally richer as well you know and again it goes back to exactly what you said right so there are so many factors and variables uh for next year we just 
are being optimistic and hope mm-hmm. that we're able to uh, enjoy some time, family time, and you know, see different things. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Keeping our fingers crossed. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it has, like you said, we have to be flexible. And sometimes that's where the best stuff happens. That's where, you know, all the cool adventures uh, happen. We also have some big plans uh, with Bezel Banter. Yes, we do. Do you want to share some of our thoughts? Uh, yeah, of course. Um, so we were thinking of, of, I mean, we have plenty of new ideas and we wanted to focus more on, on four aspects that we want to implement on the podcast. Uh, the first one is that we want to have more interviews, or at least we want to have interviews with watch collectors. And um, we kind of like want to bring some watch collectors on the show to ask them questions about their collections, their outlook on, you know, the the... The wor- this wonderful words of collecting and um, so they can share with us their views, their thinking and explain to us what drives them and a little, and just they can share with us also their collection and their aspirations. So this is one aspect. When we think about like these collectors, we're not talking about the high-end collectors that you mm-hmm. would see yeah. um, on like a Hodinkee talking watches, for example. It's going to be a smaller scale, but it's going to be the collectors that you see quite often on Instagram and really part of the watch community, the watch fam. And so we're looking forward to getting their insight and understanding them as collectors. And it's really because we find them as influencers and collectors very interesting. Maybe it's because we have a a personal connection with their collecting style and also the watches they have in their collection. So that's, that's a purpose behind that one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The other thing too we wanted to do is um, an episode. I don't know if we can do it monthly, but an episode that is like a Q and A. So we really want to learn and hear from our listeners and want to understand what their thoughts are. So I figured if we have a Q and A, Leslie and I could go ahead and answer some of the questions that they might have, Uh, and you'll get to learn a little bit more about us as bezel banter as well yep definitely yeah and uh the uh, the other id we had and what we really want to also focus on this year is to collaborate with other podcasts and uh, not losing who we are not losing our energy but also creating more projects with uh, with other podcasts and learning from them and their experience and also you know, sharing, sharing ideas. Yeah, I agree. We're the new kids on the block, yeah. right? So for us, it's like we're on a learning curve and I'm excited to be in that journey. I know that Leslie, you are too. And yeah. we both are enjoying the learning aspect of our podcast. And uh, I think what better way to do it than to collaborate with some of the with some of the podcasters that we admire, that yeah. we listen to, that influence us. Admire is a good us. word. Yeah, and so for us, we would love to be able to collaborate, uh, you know, with those podcasters out there and influencers. Yeah, and the the last idea is also to have more reviews. So maybe dedicating um, a, a good part of the show, or maybe in an entire episode, on reviewing either a brand or a particular watch uh, to bring more history and more knowledge, uh, and also going more into the technical aspect of it too. It's something that um, I'm trying to uh, 
get better at. And uh, I want to learn more about the technical aspect of watches, more movements and more intricacy because it's nice to know about models, but to know why a certain model is so special or um, why is it that special is very important. And it's one of the goals that we want to, yeah, we want to learn and we want to share what we're learning and what we're excited about uh, with you. So that's um, that's kind of like the four aspect. Yeah, I think those are some exciting challenges that we have yeah. for 2021. And I say challenges in a good way. Yeah. Uh, those are the challenges that we're internally putting onto ourselves that we're trying to be better at. So Leslie, I look forward to Me 2021 too. working with Very you on excited. this project. I know. And at the end of the year, we can go back and see if uh, if we accomplished those goals or what has changed or what's, uh, you know, how excited that year was. The only thing I'm looking for is growth. And hopefully at the end of this year at 2021, that we would grow, you know, together as a as influencers with yes. our podcast. So yes, definitely. I'm uh, looking forward to that too. Well, Leslie, did you have anything else that you wanted to mention? No, no. I think now it's uh, it's on to us to like you know back at, at work and making all of uh, all of this happen. So I'm uh, very excited, very motivated. Well, me too. And I just wanted to take this opportunity again to thank our listeners Mm -hmm. for listening to us. And we appreciate you spending time with us on Bezel Banter. Please hit the show notes for more details and links. You can follow us on Instagram. Leslie is at Ladies Wrist and I'm at Ernesto Guapo 72. And you can follow the show at Bezel Banter Media for any updates and new episodes. If you have any questions for us, please feel free to reach out to us on bezelbanter at gmail.com and please subscribe and review wherever you find your podcast because it truly helps us out. Additionally, you can grab this episode and other episodes at www.bezelbanter.com. Thank you again and we look forward to catching up with you on another episode of Bezel Banter. Thank you. Thank you.